Yeah, but that um, man that was like the young man that I guess is like his a uh, uh, apprentice or something. Mm-hmm. That man was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. He was very cute. Yeah, I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello, good people. What are you doing? Where's my cell phone? Oh, there it is. It has my notes on it. I need it. You look like you saw a ghost. No, never. Well, this is Pulse Snacks. Yes, it is. Snacks that are whole. Are we whole? No. No, we are not. But we are. But together we are. Correct. (laughs) (sighs) Well, I'm Elena and I am only drinking water because we are going to be drunk as fuck tomorrow. I am Shay and I have a tequila ginger ale that I've had poured since like 7.30 and it's three hours later and I fell asleep before I finished it so it's sitting there so I might take a couple sips we'll see we'll see yeah which I haven't decided if I'm gonna bring a bottle of wine to your house or the rest of my tequila to your house Hmm. Questions not any answers. Probably a bottle of wine. With the twisty top. <laughs> With a twist top. Yeah. Just in oh. case I don't finish it. <sighs> well, since we're not getting drunk today. No. I'm too old to get drunk two nights in a row. Yeah. But sometimes we do. Mm, It never turns out well. (laughs) But it's always entertaining. In college, it was like three nights in a row. It was like Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night. Yeah, those were the days. I think about college often. <laughs> I would go back to college, but just skip all the classes. But just what? Skip all the classes. Oh, yeah. I think I've said that to my dad before. I, like, <laughs> I loved college. I would go back as long as I didn't have to, like, do all the work. <laughs> yeah. College was a wonderful time. I'm sorry to anyone who did not like it. Yeah. Even though I had to work, like I had a job, like that job was so um, like mindless. <laughs> like I could go to work and still be like hungover and could still do my job and be fine doing it. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. No, now I have to be a responsible adult. How rude. And I definitely cannot go to drunk. I mean, 
I'm going drunk. Are you no, no, I'm tired. <laughs> this is what aging has done to me. Tired makes you drunk. Yes, it makes me sleepy drunk. Um, well, do you have a personal story for this week? Um, my personal story is that I took down my Halloween decorations and put up my Christmas decorations. You put up your Christmas decorations before Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah. It's the first time in my whole life, but I did it. <laughs> did you do it just for me? Since I'm uh, coming over tomorrow? I mean, I did it because there's people coming to my house tomorrow and I can't still have Halloween decorations up. And I felt like my house would feel empty without decorations. And I don't have Halloween or Thanksgiving decorations. So Christmas one. So what are you going to do after Christmas? Is your house not going to feel empty? It is, but they're going to stay up till like the first week of January. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they'll just be here and then i'll have to find something else i'm probably gonna buy new decor decor yeah um well i didn't really have a personal story for this week except for that i was extremely stressed out this week but i didn't really have like a reason to be stressed out i don't know it was the weirdest like feeling all week I was like on the verge of a panic attack every day it was terrible and yesterday was the worst like I could feel it in my arms like I just felt like like I don't know like gross and my like anxiety was like up here like my stress level was up here when it should have been like down here I don't know what going on with me this week you should have just slapped yourself and said snap out of it <laughs> yeah and I've just been like so tired and I don't know what's happening but you're aging you're old stop <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so Anyways, that was kind of a Debbie Downer <laughs> moment, but that's just how I felt. <laughs> oh, well, now that you've brought the room down. <laughs> Should we talk about Dahmer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a good segue. <laughs> yeah. Um, well... Because I was in such a weird mood and had a lot of things to do, um, I did not write a synopsis again this week. <gasps> yeah, but I took all my notes so that we can go through each and every moment of the this show. Moment. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, okay, so... We finally made it to the episode that the sound went TikTok viral. I know. I'm not eating that. <laughs> I'm not eating that. 
<laughs> I still can't believe I didn't know that was from Dahmer for the longest time. I never clicked on the sound to see like where it came from. I just kept scrolling past videos that said I'm not eating that. And I was like, huh, funny. <laughs> what? Are you a vegetarian or something? I was like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I just <laughs> and carrots. Um well the beginning of the episode um was basically we we were as the audience were brought back to the first episode where Tracy um was running away yeah like down the hallway and stuff um and then from there it started to like the episode seemed to mostly focus on Glinda um his neighbor for a while um which is the one that said I'm not eating that yes and played by Niecy Nash Niecy Nash Betts oh yes (laughs) forgot she got married um and the girl (laughs) that plays her daughter is her actual daughter I know uh they look so much alike. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, I did some research, and apparently, the lady that Glinda it is—I was gonna say that they're portraying, but Glinda's her actual real name. Um. Anyways, she wasn't actually his neighbor. Like, she lived in the building across the street from him. She didn't live, like, right next door. Wow. So, did she really, like, hear stuff or see stuff? Like, what was it? I don't know. I feel like... I don't know to what extent, but I feel like she was um, definitely still involved with the 14-year-old boy. Yeah. Like, maybe she saw him running, like, outside between the buildings and stuff. Yeah. Uh, or not running, stumbling around, but I think that may have been the extent of her interaction. Hmm. They took some liberties. Yeah, I think she obviously tried to help him, and she did call the police multiple times afterwards, but I don't think she was, like, smelling stuff and trying to get him evicted and everything. Hmm. well that's interesting yeah so I don't know maybe he didn't try to serve her a meat sandwich yeah I mean if they didn't live next week probably not yeah um and then a lot of the episode two covered like the um what's the word it just slipped my mind basically how the mentality was within the police department at that time which was basically like cover cover your ass you know and not basically just have each other's backs and not take accountability for like mistakes made and things like that the police were really getting on my nerves in both of these episodes yeah I think the chief seemed like he was trying 
to like make things better but he apparently was like new and so his officers were like oh our union reps are gonna hear about this and we'll be here long after you're gone like they were being little assholes yeah i don't understand why they don't think they did anything wrong like like not even hearing it from the chief like all the things that they did that were stupid they still said like that they shouldn't be put on leave and that their union director are going to hear about this shit like, even hearing it from someone else's mouth, you'd think they'd be like, oh, yeah, that was pretty fucking dumb of us to let that kid back in there. Because they don't want to admit they're wrong and they got that good old boy mentality. Just stupid. Yeah, it was extremely dumb and extremely frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other point they made about that, too, was like, when they made a point, they asked, like, what, I think it was the mayor was talking to the chief, and he was like, and what uh, race was the neighbor, and whoever was being asked obviously said black, and then that was, like, another point, is that the black community gets ignored a lot. Yeah. Um. And they knew it was going to cause, like, racial tensions. So then we see Reverend Jackson um, come to town to, like, basically help out with a social uh, movement in the city. Yeah, he did. I think it's the eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that um, man that was, like, the young man that, I guess, is, like, his uh, uh, apprentice or something, mm-hmm. that man was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. He was very cute. Yeah, I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to see... Oh, so another part of the episode was the neighbor Dean Vaughn. Oh yeah, the neighbor. Mm-hmm. So they portrayed it on the show as he like was a new neighbor. He helps Glinda carry her stuff up and she kinda like gives him the like summary of how things are in the apartment like who to look out for and don't keep your doors unlocked and the type of neighborhood they lived in and blah 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 but she did not warn him about Jeffrey and I don't understand why I know that bothered me too but I was also like is she afraid of like Jeffrey hearing her say something about him and like him retaliating against her because she they portrayed her as being afraid of him but it really, it really did annoy me because obviously he lives next door. Yeah. And he walks outside and leaves her room. Jeffrey's like, hey. Yeah. Um, so then they go out and then you never hear from Dean again. Yeah. And 
um like I've been doing this whole show of course I researched it and he there was a guy named Dean Vaughn and I, I can't remember for certain if he lived in the same building or if he just lived in the area um but he went missing and they never found his remains or his body or like anything about him but it was just happened to be around the time that Dahmer was killing and he fit like Dahmer's typical victim so he was never actually tied to that murder or that missing person's case um but people had their suspicions so I think that's why they portrayed it the way they did on the show because it was just kind of like she was like she was talking to the landlord it was like oh he went out with Jeff and then he hasn't been back so they just kind of like insinuated what happened yeah well I think it's nice that they included him in in general even if it's not like been proven that Jeffrey was a part of it yeah I don't know how the family feels about him being included but I feel like he's a part of the story so he's in there they're going to tell the story. Yeah. And I feel like if he was in the building, then he, like, I feel like Jeff probably did have something to do with it. Probably. I don't put anything past Jeff. No. Jeffrey. Um, so then, and most of this is being, like, ha- I feel like half of the episode was told from Glinda talking to Reverend Jackson because they kicked her out of yeah. her apartment because the whole building apparently was a crime scene. And so she's staying at a motel and Reverend Jackson comes to talk to her. So she's, like, kind of telling him how things were after um the 14-year-old, which I think I wrote his name down. Konarak. His last name is Synthesymphone. Um, but yeah, so Glenda was saying that after the incident with Konarak that things got worse with Jeff and that's what she was telling. Um, reverend jackson so um she also was having a hard time at work because she was crying and stuff i thought that that conversation was about to lead into her getting fired yeah that's how they set it up that's what i thought too yeah i'm glad that's not what happened but i like because i was writing my notes on my phone and i was like uh glinda gets talking to from hr she loses her job and then she didn't so I was like oh let me delete that I I also didn't like the conversation at all no like, like I just she's like it's also become an HR issue that you're crying at work like like your co-workers are saying things I was like how about her co-workers just go console her or just fucking ignore it because they know what she's going through yeah yeah I don't know it was like I don't know. It's it's all the like weird, dumb stuff that 
I mean, obviously it's still happening today with the um, people being uncomfortable because of the color of people's skin. Yeah. But it was obviously more prevalent back then. Um, or at least maybe people were more open about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I know that's what it was. I feel because I feel like she was the only black person there that worked there. Probably like, oh, the black lady's crying again. I don't know yeah. Um. So she talks to the landlord and keeps trying to get Jeff evicted and nothing's working and eventually it does work. I did find it very coincidental that when he was getting evicted that he had somebody in there cleaning. Yeah. I also, when I saw that, I remembered the episode where his dad asked, do you have a cleaner? And he was like, no. And I was like, he does have a cleaner because clearly somebody's cleaning. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that old man was in there just doing the little <laughs> wet back. <laughs> yeah. Not paying any attention. He doesn't know whose house he's cleaning. Yeah. Um, but the landlord evicts Dahmer anyways, and then that's when he goes over to Glenda, because he's like, I know you made the complaint, and he, like, makes her a sandwich, which I guess is insinuated that it's a, a flesh sandwich. Yeah. Do you think it actually was? Yes. <laughs> the way he was like, I want to see you eat it. See if you like it. You should be a butcher. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wants to see if you like eating human just like he does. Yeah, he was like, eat it. Eat it. He was so persistent. I was like, dude, she doesn't want to. Like, who says I want to watch you eat it? That's either like a sexual fetish or you want to see them, like, die from whatever poison you put in their food. Yeah. Like, there's only two options. Yeah. Ugh. I'm so glad she didn't yeah, eat no. it. I feel like uh -huh. some people would have just taken a bite just to appease him so he'd shut up. Yeah. She's like, I'm not eating that. <laughs> he asked oh. him, he was like, it's like a uh, shredded pork. I was like, no. Yeah. No. Absolutely not. No, sir. Um, okay. Yeah, that's all. That's all I got in my notes. <laughs> um, so since she didn't, like, live next to him, like, in the same building, do you think she yeah. really called as many times as they portrayed her to have called? She's like, I've called y'all a hundred times about him and blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, I think so, only because that's what I read. <laughs> um, that she did call multiple times, whatever multiple means. I mean, I feel like she called a lot. Yeah. I feel like she must have called enough to draw the attention to make her, like, kind of a bigger character in the show. Yeah. I wonder if she, like, was she just hearing screams and, like, seeing stuff or, like, what? Because it it's portrayed in the show, like, oh, she can hear him, you know, hitting people and, like, they're fighting and whatever. But if she's living across the street, like, what is she actually hearing or seeing to make her yeah. see to call on this guy? And how does she yeah. know that it's him? 
yeah, I don't know. Maybe she just saw him like walking in with people all the time. And then never saw those people leaving. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and we also got to see um like um uh, what was his name? Tony. Uh his mom again and stuff. Yeah. Cause Reverend Jackson was like basically trying to um help them out or whatever I guess with like trying to get justice and stuff oh they also showed where the cops were notifying the families about the deaths and stuff and that was really hard to watch I looked away for most of those scenes yeah it was sad um well, was there anything else on that episode, episode seven, that you can think of? Maybe we can get into his dad in the next episode. Okay. Um, yeah, the first scene that I noted was when his dad goes to visit him in jail, and he, like, tries to, like, ask him how it started and, like, question him and all that kind of stuff. And then... Once Jeff says something about like picking up roadkill is like probably what started it. His dad like freaked out and was like, "You're not gonna blame this on me, no, no, no," and like starts crying and stuff. Yeah, it's like, yes, yes, that is when it started. It, I mean, it started before, but like, yeah, it was a good catalyst for him wanting to carve things up, living things. Yeah. Yeah, like, he was already clearly something, there was already something wrong with him, but you, like, introduced him to cutting things up. Yeah, I'm, like, seeing people's insides, their animals' insides, and getting yeah. into organs, and too much. The, the frog dissection at school, and then picking up roadkill with his dad was like, yeah. I'm gonna do this to humans now. So gross. Yeah. Very strange. Um. Also, Jeff is never like he's just monotone. Doesn't yes who he's talking to or what he's talking about, how serious it is. He can be trying to tell a joke, and it's going to be the driest joke on the planet because he has no emotion. I don't think he would laugh at his own jokes because it can't be funny. <laughs> no personality. Like, where is it? He's no. zero. Like, you love killing people, and you don't even show passion for talking about the people you killed. Like, what? Wait, I don't understand. He's care about anything. No. no fucked up in that that's why yeah so then we got to see more about his uh mom too yeah she came back into the picture for a second yeah and of course she and Jeff's dad got into a huge argument 
out of the the trial. Um, and then, huh? And they were blaming each other. Basically, no one wanted to take accountability for how Jeff turned out. Yeah. Um, which makes sense. Oh, that was the other thing too. His dad was talking to his wife and was saying that he had bad thoughts too. So yeah. he thought he had like passed it on to Jeff. I wonder if in like surely I mean not that we want that to be the truth, but surely that had to be the truth because surely they wouldn't be saying that about someone who is like still alive like making that up I feel like it had to have come from somewhere whether it's like hearsay that someone heard him say that or if he actually said it in an interview or something like someone had to he had to have said it in some capacity I feel like so that's a thing to make up yeah um yeah, I was like, I don't know why he would have admitted that, but that would be terrible for them to have made that, like you said, made that up for the show. Yeah. Um, and then his mom tried to kill herself. Yes. Which I didn't know that happened. No, I didn't either. But But, she did not succeed. Yeah. I don't know what I would do in either of their situations. The father or the mother. Mm Mm-mm. No. Um, They also showed a lot of the uh, victim impact statements and stuff. Mm-hmm. Those um, huh? Those were real sad to watch too. Yes, and the girl that like was yelling and stuff. Yeah. Um, that apparently really did happen, and the woman, like who actually did it, she said again that. N- like Netflix never reached out to her about the show they just did it and she said it was very weird to watch like she watched it and she said it was very weird to watch because the actress (coughs) excuse me that was um portraying her like they said or she said their clothes were exactly the same um her mannerisms like it was identical to the real thing and she said it was like very surreal and weird and she didn't really like it I mean I'm sure but that part I would think they would have a lot of um, like footage and audio to be able to get that exactly right so I'm not surprised that it was like spot on for what she actually did yeah Um, and another big part of it was his, Jeff's lawyer was trying, and his dad were working together trying to get him 
to um, get the insanity defense. And Jeff just kept saying, but I wasn't insane. Yeah. I knew what I was doing, Dad. I was just blackout drunk. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the scenes where I was like, he has zero emotion. Like, no. He understands enough that like what he was doing was wrong, but also he doesn't seem to care that he did it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't have any other notes from that episode. It was just basically a lot of the trial and his mom and dad. There wasn't too much to it. Yeah, we saw... I guess we didn't see him get sentenced, but we saw, like, the aftermath of it. And then his dad, like, admitted to him he had had those thoughts and stuff and he said that it was his fault and that he's not going to leave him again and that he's going to visit him and yeah I don't know what else they can like put into two more episodes of this I mean him in prison and I don't know talking to people seeing people however the public reacted afterwards anything that I don't know yeah I mean I guess they could have him like what happens to him in jail because, spoiler, he gets murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Does he? Yeah. Did you not know that? I know everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to be like, oh, did I just spoil that for you? But I feel like this is obviously a very old true crime case, so people should know that. <sighs> they also didn't have the death penalty. Yeah. They were, he said that they were trying to bring it back because of him and everything that he did at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He. Oh, and then the person that claimed to be his friend from high school. Oh, on the TV? Yeah. The interview? Yeah. I was like, Jeff didn't have no friends. I thought it was going to be, like, one of the football players or something. Just, like, trying to be on TV. And yeah. Again. Um, but, yeah. The stuff that he was saying, like, oh, yeah, I met his stepmom. And, like, he said that his dad uh, like molested him or whatever. Like, Jeff would not have talked to anyone about that stuff. And you would no. not have family. Which I'm pretty sure he never, like had his stepmom yeah when he was in high school no like when i mean like his dad was with her but he wasn't around yeah he didn't meet her until after he had already been out of high school yeah like i guess nobody really like fact checked they were just like you're his friend cool go on tv yeah for real yeah. Um. Oh, the fight between um Jeff's dad and his wife—not like fight, but like just the little argument they had because she was trying to get him to go to sleep. And he was like, "I can't sleep." And then oh, yeah. 
<laughs> he was talking about like basically blaming everything on his ex-wife and then his, he was like uh you know like she left him in that house by himself and she was like well where were you yeah yeah you know? i was like you know he was with you and you know you should not have said that she was like oh i know i didn't mean it <laughs> I, that that would have been a me moment. Like I would, I would have said the same thing. <laughs> because you, like, you can't just blame everything on on his mom. Because you yeah. also were not there. You both left him in that house by himself, and nobody checked on him. Like you were yeah, in a so having sex with your new girlfriend, and your ex wife was with your other kid, just living a whole different lifestyle. Like nobody gave a fuck about Jeff. Yeah. I would have said the same thing and then I would have been like, my bad. (laughs) Well, and then when his mom was like trying to go do her job and all the paparazzi and stuff Mm -hmm. were surrounding her, she was like, my name's not Dabby! And then she cried um, with that kid when she told him that he didn't have HIV. Yeah. He was like, "Uh, ma'am, why are you crying? (laughs) I feel like she almost told him, but then she yeah. like, you don't, you don't have to tell your mom bad news. Yeah, I thought she was gonna tell him too. I thought she'd be like, "My son's a serial killer." <laughs> yeah. Well, do you have anything else from episode seven and eight? <sighs> I don't think so. I think that's enough on him. Yeah, I actually like am okay watching the show now because it's not so gory. <laughs> All the murdering is done. Yeah, yeah. These episodes weren't bad as far as like nastiness. They were just sad. Yes. Are we ready to get glad? <laughs> sure. <sighs> Not that much of this show makes me glad either, but it's more lighthearted. Um, so I got the biggest spoiler in the entire world. Keep it to I am not going to share it with you, but I'm going to tell you how it happened. I was a, on TikTok, mm-hmm. and it was literally just a video of, like, a random person. Yeah. Like, it was not anybody on the show. Like, none of the cast. um, Not, like, any former Love is Blind cast. Nothing. So, to me, it appeared it had nothing to do with Love is Blind. Yeah. And it's just the person sitting there like this. And then there, which, I describe my face to the people. You are leaning against your hand and looking up to the ceiling. Yes. So, that's all it is. And then it's, like, just got words on the screen. So, obviously, I just read it. (laughs) Because I was like, oh, this is just a, you know, random video on TikTok of somebody who looks annoyed about something. So, I just read it. Oh, no. It was a huge spoiler from Love is Blind. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I was so, so upset. I yes. haven't had any spoilers this week, I don't think, which is very surprising. 
Well, it's just annoying because it wasn't even like a, like there was no forewarning or anything. Yeah. That's how they happen. They just come out of nowhere and get you. They got me. They got me. And it made me watch these episodes totally differently. (laughs) Because you know what's going to happen. Yeah. You're like, I don't believe anything you say anymore. Yeah. Um. Okay, so which couples do you want to talk about? Um. No, no. Let's see. Let's see. No. 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 We can do Alexa and Brennan. Sure, let's do them. Because they seem, for the most part, to be pretty uh, unproblematic. Yeah, they're pretty cute. Yeah. They get along. They seem to be super into each other. Um, They agree on pretty much everything. (laughs) Um, He didn't get offended. Uh Uh-huh. Them agreeing on everything could be good or bad. Like, one of them could just be a fucking liar and just saying nice things just to say nice things. (laughs) Well, he didn't seem to get upset when she mentioned getting a prenup. Yeah. He seemed fine with that. I feel like there was, like, a dramatic pause. Yeah. Fine. He was like, write whatever you want. I'll sign it. Yeah, I think we'll get to see more of something in the next episode because it ended with their like family visit he was visiting her family and he like her dad said you know if I know one thing about Alexa she ain't gonna marry no chump or stay married to no chump or something like that and then the episode ended yeah that's definitely like a dad line yeah trying to scare him so we'll see where it goes from there but besides that I don't really have much to say about them they seem to be getting along fine yeah I mean they seem good I I don't know I hope it's not for fakesies I hope they're actually in love yeah um Okay, well, that was easy. Who's next? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Just (laughs) one more thing about them. When she said um, that she's a savage. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I was like, that doesn't sound right coming out of your mouth. (laughs) I appreciate the effort. (laughs) Yes, I also was LOLing. I was like, you're cute. Don't say it again. Weird. <laughs> uh, okay, that's that. <laughs> okay, so who is next that you want to talk about? Um, Colleen. And what's his face? What's his name? Is that Matt? Yes. <sighs> um, I, I think he's very, like insecure because what did his yeah. ex-girlfriend like cheat on him 
Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. I on him. Um, I was about to say the same thing. Like, he seems insecure, and, like, because of that insecurity, he seems kind of controlling and, um, like, like, stuck in his ways. Like, he wants her to act a certain way, and if she doesn't, then he's upset about it. Yeah. Yeah, he could have literally just said to her, you know, that conversation you had with Cole makes me feel, um like a little bit uncomfortable could you not do that again yeah and that could have been it yeah like the conversation wasn't terrible like neither one of them should have been really saying what they said to each other but they also weren't coming on to each other and trying to like get with each other in that moment it was just an acknowledgement that oh yeah i find you attractive yeah yeah like it wasn't the most appropriate conversation but I don't think they were planning on acting on it. Yeah, no. But I think that's all he needed to hear was that she found him attractive. And so all he heard is like, oh, you want to fuck him? Oh, you like him right now? Like, oh, you like him more than me? And like, yeah. that's where his brain went. Yeah. So I like, I get why they didn't tell us more about what they talked about the next morning. Cause that's like, I guess just for them. But yeah. I, they would have told us what they talked about the next morning. Yeah, they were perfectly fine the next morning. Yeah. Um, yeah, where the night before, like just hours before, he was talking about possibly being done with the whole thing. Yeah. He was ready to pack up his bags, take off his microphone. Yeah. I wonder what she did because she said she would do anything. Begged and pleaded. I feel like he just talked to producers until they calmed him down and then he went back inside and, like they had a rational conversation. Yeah. Um, that's what producers are there for. <laughs> They're just therapists for their reality stars. Well, that's how it is on uh, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. They each have their own producer. Yeah. Makes sense. It's like, it's like their handler. <laughs> They gotta have someone they feel comfortable venting to because that's all they're going to be doing. Everything yeah. is important, so you gotta be comfortable with them. Yeah. I was gonna say, before that like, interaction um, of their argument, I thought they were pretty cute. And I was like, ah. Oh, they seem yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I mean, outside of that argument, they didn't really seem to have any issues. Which I think was something they had been talking about before is that they hadn't run into like problems. Everything was just smooth sailing. Yeah. But now she knows how insecure he is, so she needs to never be around him again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's gonna have to learn to like be a little more I don't know, loosey goosey. <laughs> he's just got he's got to be more rational like he just he goes too far to like the worst extreme before yeah. just thinking about like oh what could what else could it be <laughs> like she's not actually trying to have sex with him so like what else could be the issue like, right immediately went to she was talking to him in the pods and now she likes him because she saw his face it's like no dude 
it's okay. Relax. So, how many? There's five couples, right? Okay, so um, who do you want to talk about next? I mean, we could go to Zenith and Cole, I guess, since we were kind of talking about Cole. Um, I didn't want to I don't know. I have, like, a mixed feelings about them. Sometimes I really like them, and sometimes I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I... I think they're kind of like that couple last season that were fighting all the time that got married but eventually got divorced like the other ones. Oh. Um, the ones her, who were, her name was Nicole. Like, was it Nicole? I don't think it was Nicole. No. That sounds incorrect. <laughs> um, I, Danielle. Danielle. Yeah, Nick Danielle. and Danielle. It was Nick. Yeah. That's yes. Yeah, I feel like they're kind of like them where they have moments where they look really good together and like sound really good, but then they get into these dumbass fights that don't make any sense. Like, I feel like they're going to be on the same wavelength where people like the audience are going to want them to like either not get married or to get divorced if they do get married because they have too many dumb fights that don't seem to make sense. Yeah. Um. I will say this episode, because it goes back and forth with them for me. This episode, Zenob got on my nerves. With her nagging? No, not with her nagging. Just with her, like, I don't know, pes- pessimism. Yeah. She's another one that's, like, really insecure. And so that comes out a lot, just being negative. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, girl, calm down. And then she got so upset when he said that she was a nine. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, yes, I could understand being upset. But at the same time, you asked him like, yeah, don't don't ask him that question. Like, I, I don't know. I just I, I can't say I would never because that's like, who knows? But I don't think I would ask my partner to rate me. I mean, the rate, like, you know, the rating question of herself, I don't think was the biggest issue. It was like, is there anyone here who you think is a 10? That would just went a little too far. Yeah. <laughs> like, she should have just stopped at herself being a nine and been, like, happy with herself. Yeah. Um, but that's why, but the, I feel like that's why she asked because she knew that she wanted to ask a follow-up question because she knew he was going to say that about Colleen. Yeah, I mean, the question was fully about Colleen. Like, yeah. <laughs> even if he had said she was a 10, she was going to ask, is there anyone else here you think is a 10? Still, yeah, it was still going to come out. Yeah. So the question wasn't about her, but yeah. It should have been about her, and she should have left it at my fiance thinks I'm a nine, which means he thinks I'm fucking hot. Yeah. Um. I also didn't know all that. Uh, like that about her parents. Like I didn't know both of her parents were dead. Yeah, that was a shocker. I don't think we knew that before. Yeah. Okay. I don't I was like, Did I that from the pods. Mm-hmm. I kind of remember something about her parents, but I don't think she went into like as much detail of like who raised her and stuff like that. 
like that her parents are gone and all that stuff. Yeah. I think the parents were mentioned at some point. Yeah, I think that dynamic with her and her stepmom and her stepbrother is really sweet. Yeah. Very sweet. Um, And I do hope that Cole's family comes around. Yeah. I never understand families who are like, I wouldn't do what you're doing, therefore I can't come support you in that. Like, you're not yeah. going to do anything. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, as parents and family, like, you, I mean, obviously not if they're doing shit like Dahmer did. You yeah. support You support your kids and you are just there for them if they happen to fail. Yeah, and I mean, but, I mean, I feel like there's an opportunity to fail at almost anything you do. Yeah. And so I don't understand. I don't understand their logic. I, I get that they're like super religious and whatever their feelings are about living together before marriage and, you know, the sanctuary and marriage shit. Yeah. <laughs> I still, I just don't understand why it matters to them what he does they can't control him anyway so yeah they're you're already married and living your life how you want to so just live his let him live his life how he wants to he wants to marry this woman who he happened to find on a weird dating tv show <laughs> like i feel like my mom would be the same way like i don't fucking understand what you're doing but she would still show up yeah Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully they show up to the wedding and stuff. Yeah, I feel like if they, sh- they should show up as like a secret and then he cries. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have anything else on them? Um, I think they're really cute together. Like, yeah, I think they're cute. Like, I think they could be a nice little relationship if they learn how to speak to each other. Yeah, for real. That's their problem. Communication. Yes. And he's younger than her, right? Yes. Him yeah. and Zenib and Nancy and Bartise are Yeah. Like They're well, I think good. actually Colleen and Matt are age difference too, but she's the younger one. Yeah, she's the younger one in that situation. Yeah, I think his age for uh, Cole, even Bartiz too, um, has a lot to do with how they act. Yeah. Um. Okay, so do you want to do Who's uh, Rave, Raven and SK, Bartiz and Nancy? Ugh. Raven, because who do we we did Cole and Zena, Matt and Colleen, and Alexa and Brennan. Yeah, so it's just yeah. SK Raven, Artiste Nancy. Let's do SK Raven. Okay, she's starting to be less annoying. Yeah, I think 
he's gonna rub off on her in a really good way yeah I think he's really good for her because I think if she had gone with someone like Bartiz her personality would be exactly the same and full of herself and just stuck up her own ass which I don't like <laughs> yeah um but I will say I did l- love her commentary about her and Bartiz Mm-hmm. yeah her <laughs> interview yes she was like no it, it would never work and she even said that to him she was like what would we even talk about besides just going to the gym yeah that's all they talked about in the pods yeah like <laughs> like she would literally just be working out while you're talking and telling her your deepest darkest secrets like I don't think she likes you dude yeah which is what he said to Nancy he was like yeah we would but he said it as like a positive thing like we really connected about going to the gym and stuff and I was like but then Raven was like what else would we talk about I was like (laughs) okay Raven I kind of like you now because you're like putting him because he was trying to be all like sneaky and sexy and like yeah we would be so good together we look great together and blah 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 and she was like no <laughs> yeah like the Bartiz half of that conversation I didn't like like he no. was trying to get something started whereas yeah. Cole and Colleen were just you know being Cole and Colleen like it, yeah. it wasn't anything serious but Bartiz was actually trying to start something because if yeah. Ray was interested he would have jumped on it oh yeah for sure but then he goes back to Nancy and said that he uh said he was like I said to Raven like it wouldn't it wouldn't work out like our personalities are too different and I was like no that's what Raven said to you you asshole also connecting on working out could definitely just be a friend like you can just go to the gym with your friend like that's not romantic like it could be if you're already in love with the person and then y'all decide to go to the gym together but you're not like falling in love with someone because they like to lift weights like that's yeah. just stupid. <laughs> yeah um and then I was scared about her meeting his mom because from the previews they made it seem like that conversation where she was like questioning how they eat and stuff was way yeah. more serious than it actually was yes like when she asked if she had to use her hands or like if she could use a fork they made it seem like she was like disrespecting the family and that her yeah. kids didn't like it yeah but she was like no you you can use a fork yeah <laughs> it's really sweet yeah she like you could tell when she asked it like in the actual scene that she was being genuine but it's just like her tone i think yeah is a little she's she's kind of like I don't want to say she's like Dahmer because I don't want to compare her to a serial killer but she's <laughs> she's a little monotone in certain mm-hmm. situations when she's talking and I think that's what was happening with the way she was asking and then of course they put that dramatic music on top of it for the preview to make it seem like she was being rude but yeah. she was actually like can I use it for <laughs> <laughs> I do wish though she would have just tried to eat it with her hand like yeah. the first time just yeah. you know for the experience and to like be a part of the culture a little bit more yes but, I did think that too when I was watching it 
Yeah, but she's also Raven, so I was not surprised that she didn't try even once. <laughs> yes. And then she also is like, you guys don't chew your food, you just swallow it. <laughs> I, 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 that's a question I probably would have asked as well. <laughs> but also, it's very hot while they're eating it, and it's not really, it's like, it's not really something you have to chew. Like, it's already soft and, like, yeah, just swallowable. So I understand. Yeah. But also, it's just not normal. Like, we normally just chew our food. Well, because I feel like, and I'm not a uh, health professional, but <laughs> I feel like you're supposed to chew your food. Like, isn't it bad for your stomach to, like, swallow things whole like that? Like, it doesn't digest properly so but maybe because it's so soft like I don't think that applies like I feel like it's so soft that like stomach acid is just gonna disintegrate it (laughs) yeah it would be easy to tear apart yeah it's not like I don't know something that's not easy to tear apart like gum (laughs) yeah (laughs) I swallowed so much gum (laughs) some of it purposefully and some of it on accident your stomach does not like that i haven't swallowed gum in a long time this is like i'm talking about years (laughs) and years ago when i was a child yeah what is like sitting your stomach for like seven years or something i don't something like that but i remember the last time i um swallowed gum like was on accident (laughs) because i was I was an adult. I was like in my twenties and I like accidentally swallowed it. And I was like, (gasps) (laughs) like it scared the crap out of me. Cause I was like, when's the last time I accidentally freaking swallowed gum? (laughs) Well, that means it just left your body a few years ago. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) You're just living with that gum your whole life. Just in there. That's funny. Um, well, they also seem to be like more touchy feely a little bit too. Yeah. Or at least at least she's letting him be touchy feely. She still doesn't seem very touchy feely, but Yeah, I think she's liking him. I think it just it might just take her a longer time to open up and I, I feel like yeah. she said that before. But yeah, I think he's rubbing off on her as like he seems to really be interested in her and I think it's making her more comfortable. Yeah. Because he seems very attentive and like that he actually cares how she feels and what she wants and all that kind of stuff. Okay, well, anything else with SK and Raven? Um, no, except that I think they could actually make it even though I am not a super fan of Raven still. Yeah but she's less annoying than the first couple episodes in the pods so I'll give her that yes um agreed okay so last couple Bartise and Nancy bitch ass Bartise yeah yes he still (laughs) said the same thing like he is still talking about Raven and how good she looks and blah 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 and he repeated himself again we would look so good like that's what people would like they would see us and it makes sense and blah 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 and I'm like you're repeating yourself again 
I just don't understand. Like, does he not hear himself? Does he not think before he speaks? Because you're talking about how this woman who looks nothing like your fiance is what the public and like other people would want to see or like think that is a good match. Yeah. What do you think your fiance is thinking about the two of you when you're out in public? Yeah, right. Because if Raven is the perfect one for you, what the fuck is Nancy? Right. And then when he <laughs> walks into a room, he's so loud. Hey! <laughs> I'm like, sir, stop. They can see you. <laughs> can they? <laughs> yes, he's so tall. He has to be sure. I feel real bad for Nancy because she likes that man loves that man and he's just faking his ass off yeah it was super awkward when she was like I just want you and he was like you would say yes right now like even though we haven't had any arguments or anything or blah blah blah. and she was like yeah yeah and he was just like looking at her and I was like this is awkward one I feel like that's kind of the point of this social experiment is that you, you know, get married to this person who you haven't really had much interaction with. I feel like that's the point. So why is he surprised? Yeah, because she doesn't look like Raven. Yeah, because he doesn't want her. I stand by what I said. And he did not want her as soon as those doors opened when they saw each other for the first time. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and then like his... um or not his, her uh, brothers like called him out and they were like you're not saying anything about her that anybody would say about her. Yeah, like he wasn't saying anything that was like, oh, I'm so in love with her. It was just like, you could be saying that about your best friend. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it doesn't have to be your fiance or the love of your life. Like, that could have just been anybody. You were just literally talking about her personality, which is just how she is with every person she's in contact with. Yeah, and then I feel like the mom was kind of letting him know what's up, too. Yeah, I think they're very protective of her. I mean, she's the only girl, and she's, like, the youngest, I think. No, no, she's older, um, because that's what the brother was saying to Bartiz. Bartiz was like, are you younger or older? He was like, I'm younger than Nancy, but I'm older than you. Yeah. (laughs) and he was like so tell me something so I don't feel like I'm sitting here talking to a little boy I was like okay like we don't have to I mean I'm not a huge fan of our teeth but we don't have to talk about his age like that he's 26 he's not like 18 he's definitely marrying age that regular people get married at so like that's normal yeah but um I mean I kind of liked how they how both sides of her family were coming at him as far as being hard on him yeah because he's a liar (laughs) yeah and I feel like they could see that and Nancy doesn't see it which is crazy because in the pods I liked Bartiz and like he seemed outgoing and I felt bad for him like when he was like telling that story and Raven was like sitting there doing (laughs) jumping jacks and stuff yeah um but once he got out of the pods i was like ew who are you because 
everyone on the show is a fucking faker. He was faking so that someone would fall in love with him and be naive so that he could get on the show. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think he's just obsessed with Raven and he's (laughs) I mean, I think he is too. I think he should just like Raven doesn't want you. That's yeah, but also like just admit that you're not really that interested in Nancy, and move on. Go find you another Raven somewhere because that is the aesthetic that you want. Like he wants aesthetics. That's why he was interested in the working out because he needs someone who looks like Raven all the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the other thing he said to the brothers about like if Nancy got four hundred pounds. Oh yeah, he was like, I would just tell her we need to go to the gym yeah yeah i mean asking that question was probably not going to go over well for most people but i feel like bartice definitely doesn't know how to answer that yeah i don't even know what the question was i just heard his answer it was just like because he was just being phony and fake so his brother was like but what about nancy like do you love her like if she gained wait like if she was 400 pounds would you still love her oh because he was just talking about like superficial shit and his yeah. brother was trying to get to like do you actually love my sister or fucking not no bartice loves himself yes he loves himself and what people think of him and yeah. he's worried about what people will think of him next to a nancy versus next to a raven yeah for real instead of like seeing that nancy is fucking adorable and she loves you she loves you so much yeah because i wouldn't have put up with that shit <laughs> like every time he's just in her face raving about how great raven is yeah he's raving about raven <laughs> and she's just like mm-hmm. you can see in her eyes i feel like she's drunk that it, it doesn't bother her but also she looks like she wants to cry but she's just holding it in yeah yeah and then i feel like they probably have sex later and it's fine uh-huh um yeah and then the other thing she uh nancy actually did something kind of shitty and withheld information about her oh like her involved ex. her exes yeah yeah what did she call him her realtor in the pods uh-huh but he's actually your fucking business partner. Y'all like own a home together. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, that's something but then, I, like she wasn't married to him, right? No. Just dating? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's too big of a business for me to do with someone I'm just dating. Yeah. Now you're broken up, but yet still talk to each other every day. And it seems like their relationship is good. But that's just a lot to be tied to your ex for, for like not even, he's not your ex-husband. He's not like the father of your children. He's just a guy you dated once. Like that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> but did you also peep how excited um, <clears throat> Bartice got? Yeah. When he, when he realized she had money. Yeah. Cause she was like that, you know, if I, what, I don't remember the number she said, but she was like, if I make a hundred thousand, in a year and like you make a hundred thousand too like that's how i see it he was yeah. like oh, all this money 
Yeah, he was like, oh. <laughs> I just realized that. And he got all like, his eyes got all bright and everything. Yeah. I was like, Sarah, calm down. Yeah, that's a conversation where she needed to be looking into his eyes when she talks yeah. about how much money she's willing to share with him in their marriage. Yeah. Because um, he was way more excited about the money than he is when he looks at her. Yes, for real. Um. All right. Well, I have nothing else to say because I want to share this spoiler. You can't. It was really hard for me to keep it inside this whole time. Hold it in. <laughs> you can share it with me in a couple of days because then I will have finished the season. <laughs> <laughs> um well i will still be on where we're supposed to be and <laughs> i still will know the spoil <laughs> the spoiled milk uh, that's why i gotta go go ahead and finish the season because i cannot be like you <laughs> i cannot be spoiled which is insane because i literally you know what tiktok really wanted to fuck with me because it knows how quickly <laughs> i go past the love is blind videos like i just go really fast past them and it's probably like haha we're gonna get her this time yeah yeah and then they did they got me they were like she likes love is blind but she doesn't like them like so blatant in her face (laughs) yeah so we're gonna be a give her a sneaky spoiler yeah like let's see if she reads this then we'll give her more they better not i didn't like it or nothing (laughs) <laughs> but they're gonna see that you like read it for 10 seconds they're gonna be like oh she likes this kind of post it's a loose loose situation <laughs> um yeah I think that's it on the lure of his blind alright um pop culture Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde yeah why they broke up yeah i forgot they were dating until i saw that post (laughs) i did not they had way too much drama (laughs) drama for your mama um Um, any statements though about like what happened yeah me either um also Ticketmaster. there's like a whole thing with that and the taylor swift thing yeah i don't understand it because they had those pre-sale links and whatever, but somehow millions of more people got onto the site than they expected. How? Yeah, how? I don't know. <laughs> like, how is that possible? Well, and then Taylor finally made a statement today, and I didn't read the whole thing, but I yeah. read a part of it, and she was like, we were told that they'd be able to handle the volume, and clearly we were lied to yeah i don't think they understood what the volume was going to be in general for taylor well i saw something else on twitter that Ticketmaster is like under fire for like stuff related to this anyways and not taylor specifically but like the way they do their ticket sales and stuff yeah they've had ticket sale issues before i don't remember who the last one was but it's pretty recent like this year someone's concert 
they have issues with like pricing and lots of stuff yeah they need to get it together they need to go through a full revamp of what the fuck they're doing Mm -hmm. they're supposed to have like they just canceled public sales how do you you just cancel them what is that i don't understand um and then i've got another pop culture that pete davidson apparently is dating imrata yeah yeah that's how you say her name um i think it's her last name was like rada rada jowski rada jowski or something is it her um I, I never actually say her name out loud i just look at it and say oh yeah her <laughs> yeah because i i just call her imrata because it's easier because her name is emily and the last name is rada Kowski. hmm so yeah. people just call her Imrata. So that's why I said Imrata. And then you tried to call me out. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Don't actually say her name out loud. <laughs> um, yeah, so apparently they're dating. And then people think that Kim is, uh, like, that she threw shade on their, on the rumors. And then also that she's trying to make Pete jealous because she posted pictures with some flowers. First of all, Kim does not care. (laughs) Second of all, she has said in like previous interviews that she saw him and just wanted to know what that BDE was about. Like, yeah, Pete was a rebound. Like, it was never meant to last. Yeah, like it's okay. (laughs) Like, Kim just wanted to fuck, and it just turned into. (laughs) A long fuck. <laughs> it ended. That's it. Yeah. The- um, but I think him and Imrata are pretty cute. Yeah, they, they posted, are. Well, they didn't post pictures, but pictures got leaked of them mm-hmm. now and stuff. And they yeah. had. I will say though, it was weird because they had matching outfits already. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's very on brand for Pete. Pete gets fucking tattoos. Are you surprised about yeah. it? <laughs> no. Did you see that thing I posted on Instagram? I think it was from Gallery Books. It was like, it said, take her to the bookstore or Pete Davidson will. Legit. He will. I was like, if Pete Davidson could take me to the bookstore anytime he wants. Pete is the boyfriend who is just going to morph into who you want him to be. Yeah. He's going to do whatever you want and you're going to have the best time ever and then you're going to get tired of him and throw him away. And that is so sad because he just needs to be loved. He just wants to be loved. I will love him. I won't throw him away. Forever? Yeah. That's all he's looking for is forever. I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) You need to go find out what that BDE is about. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um well I don't have any other pop culture. I had lots of pop culture this week. Um well the stuff I have is sad. Oh no. <laughs> we'll find something good to end on. But um I realized after we recorded last week that we didn't talk about takeoff dying 
from Migos. Oh, yes. When we mentioned Aaron Carter. So yeah. I just wanted to mention that. And um, that was very shocking and very sad. Like that that morning I opened Instagram. That's the first thing I saw was like that takeoff was dead. And I was like, hey. Yeah. When? Why? Um, but Cardi was posting uh like photos of him and then his, her favorite like verses from different songs that he did on Twitter, I think. Instagram. Did you know that he was Quavo's nephew? No, but I also don't know anything about them. I don't even know how old these guys are. Migos, I have no idea anything about them. But um, yeah, I learned this after Takeoff died, obviously, or was murdered. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I had no idea that it was like a, a uncle nephew situation. Yeah, neither. Well, they. I'm pretty sure they're the same age, but you know that happens. I mean. My yeah. brother became an uncle when he was like twelve. <laughs> a little baby. Yeah, I had to do the math, and I think that might actually be wrong. But what was he like? Ten? No, I think he may have been a little bit older. Because oh. he's nineteen. I don't know. He was about twelve or thirteen when he became an uncle. So it could be that kind of situation. Yeah, I mean, it probably is, but I just didn't know because they just seem like besties. Yeah, brothers. But that was very sad and very shocking. Um, yeah, that was definitely more shocking than um, Aaron Carter because yeah, the shooting <laughs> for sure. Um. The other sad thing I wanted to mention was this Shanquella Robinson murder. Um, the girl who didn't come back from her Mexico trip with her friends because they said she had alcohol poisoning and they just left her body there. Mm, I don't know this story. Uh, it just got like traction a few days ago this week but um she's a black girl and she was on vacation with her friends and they came back without her and told her family that she was dead from alcohol poisoning but then when authorities found her she had um, a snapped neck and spinal injuries and there's a video of one of her so-called friends fighting her in the hotel room and Shanquilla wouldn't fight back. Like, she didn't want to. And, like, there was a dude recording. He was like, at least fight back. And she was like, no. So, like, everyone thinks that her friends were not actually her friends, but they killed her and left her there. Oh, no. Yeah. Very extreme. Where did they, where did they find her body? Um, I don't know. I don't... I didn't go that deep into it but I think it's gone up to the FBI now like they're like really looking into it because it's not just like alcohol poisoning or whatever and even if it was like why would you leave your friend why didn't you call her parents when she died yeah so I just think that's where he fucked up and you gotta be better with choosing friends because something was going on there like they were secret haters or something 
Yeah, that's scary. Well, if we're gonna talk about true crime stuff, did you hear about the uh the four University of Idaho students? Yes, yes, I did. And did you know that there was two other people in the house that didn't get killed? Yeah, there was two other roommates. Oh, I did not know that. Yes, that's a new development. Yeah, that one was all over Facebook. That's how I found out about that one. And then Twitter. Yeah. Um, So I'm interested to see what comes of that. Yeah. Lots of death. Yeah. Recently. Yes, it's sad. <sighs> All right, now I have to end with something happy. What else well, you happen? should you should let me go last. Hold on, I'm gonna find something happy. <laughs> oh, the new um, Christmas story Christmas is out on HBO is the sequel to A Christmas Story with Ralphie. Oh. I might watch that. And um the Wednesday Adams the new Wednesday Adams show starts on okay. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> and um Nope is on Peacock now for anyone who oh. has not seen it or wants to see it again. Oh, and Don't Worry Darling is on HBO. I will be watching that this weekend. Yeah, need to watch that too. And Where the Crawdads Sing is on Netflix. Yeah. So I'll also be watching that. Yeah. Oh, um, Secret Sex Life of College Girls is back. Oh, did it is is it back or is yeah, coming? The first two episodes. <gasps> oh. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. We will have to have discussions. Yes, that was such a good show. I'm so excited. Yes. I love, um, I don't really love anything about college students. Because <laughs> college huh? was so great. I love anything about college students because college was so fun. Yeah same (laughs) same same college was uh great I just hope I didn't peak in college no (laughs) crazy um all right well should I give them their homework uh yes so next week we'll be the uh oh before we do that we should do um what we did for previous love is blind seasons just to bring it back to that uh if we think like at this point in the show if they're gonna get married or not all right let's do it all right so alexa and brennan um Yes. You think they're both going to say yes? Yes. Okay. I'm a little nervous about Alexa, but yes. Okay. I agree. Um, 
Cole or not Cole. Well, I guess I already said his name. So Cole and Zenev. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want Zenev to say no. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't. I, I don't think in the long run it'll work out. I don't. Yeah. I don't think he's the one for her. I don't. I don't see it. Like they're they're kind of cute together, and like I think it, I think it could work for a little bit, but I don't think he's like her forever. So she should just say no and move on. Okay, but what do you think they're gonna say? <laughs> At this moment, I think they would both say yes. Okay, um, Matt and Colleen. Wait, what do you think? I was gonna have been in court. Oh uh, yeah, I think right now they would they would say yes. Yeah. yeah. Although I don't know, I feel like Cole might hesitate because if they did it right now, right now he doesn't have his parents' approval. I think he would have. I think he would say yes, but I think he would have some hesitation. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think the hesitation would be about Zenob. I think it would be like family dynamic. Yes. Yes. Um. Okay, Matt and Colleen. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Colleen would say yes. Yeah. I don't know about Matthew. I think Matthew would lean towards a no. Yeah. Yeah. I can see I that. Scared. Like, I think he wants to say yes, but he would be too scared and like, marriage is a forever thing and they're not going to help him get divorced so (laughs) I think he would say no and like I think he would be the one to say no and like want to take more time and then Pauline would have to decide if she's okay with that yeah so that's where I think they are agreed um (laughs) okay SK and Raven SK is for sure yes (laughs) (laughs) um raven right now she's she's getting there i think she's still on the fence so i really don't know it could go either way um i think that she would say yes and i think he will say yes yeah yeah Uh, i can see her saying yes but i could also see her being like annoyed at some of the pet peeves she has of him and just yeah um okay last um and maybe least but only because of Bartise um (laughs) Nancy and Bartise again god forbid Nancy says yes (laughs) but I really want her to say no but I think she would still say yes even hearing him rave about Raven I mean she said in the episode that she would say yes (sighs) I just want you. I understand you want him, but does he want you? I think she would say yes. I think he will say no. Yeah. He's a fucking faker, so he's gonna say no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anything that comes out of his mouth if it's not about Raven. Yeah, he's gonna be like, oh, uh, the show's over now, so nope. I'm good now. Thank you. 
and he's gonna hope that Raven said no to SK. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was the other thing too. He like asked Nancy, he was like, What do you think they're gonna do? I'm like, why are y'all talking about and it's not like he asked about any of the other couples. It was just no. Raven SK. Yeah, like that question for sure. I feel like Nancy should have been like, Do you fucking wanna be with Raven? Because why yeah. the fuck care if they're gonna say yes in their relationship or not? We learned yeah. about we got three weeks over here and you worried about this couple every day. Yeah, it would have been different if you'd like, what do you think about everybody? Like how we're doing right now. Yeah, it was not a list of all couples. It was just excuse me. If he was smart, he would have phrased it that way, even if he only wanted to know about SK and Raven. And that's where he's too young. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Okay, so now that we've done that, your homework for next week is the last two episodes of Dahmer so it'll be our uh finale for that yes um and then it'll be episode seven and eight of love is blind yeah we get into more of their family dynamics yes um all right so what else do they need to do um you need to. We would love it if you if you did. You know, you don't you don't need to. It's not like a requirement. You don't have to. We're not forcing you, but we love it. It's extra credit. Yeah. Uh, if you would rate, review, subscribe, share, follow us on the socials, tell your mama all that stuff. Yeah. All the things. Your mom. Uh, I think so. <laughs> yes, and that's all time for bed that's all folks it's time for bed so we can get drunk tomorrow (laughs) yes (laughs) you can tell how excited i am yeah she'll be excited when she gets some bourbon in her it's fine it'll (laughs) make you feel toasty it'll make you run you'll be great i guess (laughs) well and they're they're playing the georgia game too so oh yeah i saw i don't know if i've been to a festival that was playing a game before but i saw that in the email i was like hmm, football yeah <laughs> um all right everyone goodbye peace out see you next week i mean talk peace. to you next week yeah you won't really see us but we'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> bye, bye.